Welcome to the Beis Havad's Business Halacha Daily. Today I'm joined by your Baruch Meir Levine, dying at the Beis Havad, and author of Landlord Tenant in Halacha. We discussed the different scenarios where speaking Lashon Hara Litayelis would be mutter, and uh, Dain mentioned a few times the uh, famous seventh Tnaim of the Chavetz Chaim. Now, how's a person supposed to approach this? Um, making sure that whatever he's going to say um, fits into the seventh Tnaim. Does he have to go run and open up a, a Sefer Chavetz Chaim? Every time someone comes over and asks him a question, that would be Lutayelis. Does he just have to count to seven? What's the, um, what's the right way to approach this? So, right, so the, the, the seventh time always must be met, um, almost always, when, when saying Lashon Haralitalis. Um, I, I, I would say that if someone's acting in good faith and, and has the right intentions, uh, you know, he'll almost always... Um, meet the seven tenayim, like you'll see. So it's not this, uh, you know, these seven tenayim are not like majorly restricting you from, you know, trying to just be honest and, and helping someone out. Um, but, but for simplicity's sake, you could really consolidate it into four, four tenayim. So hopefully four is a little easier than seven. Everything and, uh, helps. <laughs> and, um, and I'll just go through them. So the first tenayim is that you're Intention has to be to help out the listener and not uh, any other intention, such as just to get back at the, the one you're talking about. So maybe you went to a store and uh, uh, the, the worker was rude to you. So, um, you know, and now, you know, based on the Gdarim, you, you know, it's, it's mutter to tell, uh, you know, to uh, either post a bad review or, or, you know, say, tell over the Lashon Hara that this... Uh, you know, the store has, has uh, <clears throat> workers that are not acting appropriately, um, but, but it has to be that that's your intention to help the people. If you, uh, you know, made 500 Amazon purchases in the last few years, and, and uh, including all different junk from China, and, and you never posted any review, so uh, that was fine, and all of a sudden someone, uh, you know, said something the wrong way to you, all of a sudden you're, uh, you, you sp- made it now your life's mission to let everybody know about this uh, worker, so that, 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 that you're not acting in good faith, and, and that, that you would not have that hetter. Um, uh, the second uh, point is that, you, that uh, um, you know, again, Lashonar is based on, uh, the hetter is based on the fact that you're allowed to, uh, it's a hatzala, you're, you're saving people. Um, so there's a general rule in Chesh Mishpat that when you have a hetter to be mazik someone, to save someone else, you have to <clears throat> take the, the easier, the path that has the least harm to the, tri- to the one you're trying to, <clears throat> um, to the one that you will be hurting. So, for example, in the Mechabra's case, where he says that Ruvain, you know, going back to that case where uh, if Ruvain sees Shimon hitting Levi, he's allowed to hit Shimon to prevent Shimon from hitting Levi. Uh, if there's another way to do it, just by, you know, blocking Shimon, uh, then you can't just go and hit Shimon. So if it, you can only be mazik someone if that's the uh, least harmful way of getting them not to do the hezek. So going back to that case with the, you know, the rude worker, um, if there's an easier way, like maybe just calling up the owner and telling them, by the way, uh, some of your workers need some, you know, training and customer service, if that, you know, if that would be least harmful, less harmful, you would have to do that. Um, the third tonight is that you, have, you know that the information is true. Um, 
uh, you know, it can't just be speculation. And the fourth tonight is that um, this Lashon Hara cannot cause someone to do something they're not allowed to do. So, for example, in this case with the worker of the store, if this information would not entitle the worker to the owner to fire the worker he would have to maybe first give a warning to the worker but you know that this owner when he finds about this information about the worker he's just going to fire her right away um even though there's a contract so that means you're causing the owner to do something he's not allowed to do and and more importantly you're causing the worker to get harmed in a way that she is, is you know entitled not to get harmed so that would also be uh, that would be usher, even though the, the, there's a benefit. So, the Daya mentioned that you have to be sure that what you're saying is true. Previously, we discussed the case where a person's relying on his judgment um, to say something negative, and Dayan said that... He said that it is true. You, so you can he, say it as long as you um, give the sort of disclaimer that it's in your best judgment. So how do we square that circle? Right. So, I, 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 right. So it's a good point. The, this this tani of that you have to know the information to be true is not absolute. It's not in every case. Uh, like we mentioned the previous year, it, it would depend on you know the harm that the that the person you're talking about receives. So that this tani is not absolute. Depends on the case. If you enjoyed this video and would like to receive more like it or to sponsor a future video, please visit beisavad.org.